Hello, everyone. We're back after a super, super long time, simply because I just didn't have the energy <laughs> to <laughs> record any episodes. But I'm really, really happy to be back here with Sarah. Am I saying your name right, by the way? I keep trying, like, yeah. Yeah, is, is it good? It works. Yeah. <laughs> I keep saying Sarah because that's kind of the Indian way of pronouncing the, the name Sarah. But yeah, I'm good with that. Awesome. So yeah, we have Sarah and Sarah and I met in Brayton's projector immersion. And I've been following um, her journey since then. I have to say one of the most interesting people <laughs> that I've met. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just I mean, there's just so much resonance there with us being like projectors, being two fours, having like so many electromagnetics as well. So I'm really, really excited to kind of dig deep and see, you know, what you have to share and what you want to externalize with your besties, because we're both two fours and we're just here to have a good time today. Hell yeah, I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having me. This feels really fun and exciting and like very on time I know like when you reached out um originally with the invitation I was on Hawaii and like maybe we'll get to the whole that whole story how I even ended up on Hawaii and everything that transpired there but was in like such a deep stage of mutation and I'm like I gotta wait for this mutation to like complete and then the joke though is I'm always mutating all the time so now I'm just like I just got to show up in my flowy mutative state and trust that whatever is meant to be shared now in this version of myself is all that the world is, is here to hear from me. So thank you for having me. Absolutely. And I'm really excited to just watch and see what comes out of both of us today. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Um, I think the thing that I kind of start with always is Maybe you want to share a little bit about your design first. I will try, like, if I have the energy for it, I might try to put up your chart somewhere. No promises <laughs> are being made here at all, but I might try to do that. But if I don't, then it's just nice to kind of share a little bit about your design and maybe even begin with when did human design show up in your life because i know you're a projector so it definitely knocked on your door and invited you in like mm. understand me read me know me you know um yeah. so when did it show up and kind of where were you at in life at that point of time and yeah yeah um so <clears throat> i was invited into human design by a projector in december of 2020 immediately pegged me as a projector like after saying three words she was like you're a projector <laughs> um and at that point in my life so that was like in the middle of the pandemic um and i had just moved to austin about a year prior so i left behind like a whole previous life in washington dc where i lived for eight years i went to college there and then i moved to austin um and there's like a huge spiritual community here like a, a really big conscious community here and so it was like just upon arriving was like the precursor to my saturn return like i was already starting to feel it um and at that time i was more so studying like yoga and other i've always been into like self-help type of stuff yoga stuff um channel struggle so you know always searching for meaning and purpose in life and um and in the middle of the or the pandemic started and I was like very relieved about the pandemic because that was like the first time that I really got to hermit honestly for like the first time in my life I didn't really identify too much with um the hermit side of myself until that point in time when I had an excuse to like stop going to the workout classes and stop interacting with people and just like pull out um and so I found human design, yeah, December of 2020, probably within a month, I got the definitive book of human design and I started reading it and it was just like information that I already knew in my cells. It was like the biggest second line, like experience of my life of like, I know this. And the first thing that I like really, my focus like 
really honed in on was 2027. And I was like that, like, I know that's what I'm here for. Like I am here for 2027. I don't even know what this means, but like, I know that I'm here for this. I know that I'm here always known, like I'm here to be a leader. Maybe I'll transition now into my design and then can weave in the rest of this story. Um, so I'm a two force Lenic projector. I have four channels. Um, I have the channel of struggle 2838 and my conscious son is 28, 28.2 gate of the game player, all about intuitive risk taking to find meaning and purpose in life. Um, and then from the spleen to the ego, I have the channel of surrender. Um, and then I have, and those are both defined all in black. So that's my personality. And then my design is all self-projected projectors. So I have the alpha channel 31.7 and the channel of awakening 10.20. Um, and so 31 is my design son. So I've always like found myself in leadership roles. I've always known I was here to be a leader. Um, and so kind of bringing back to the 2027 thing, when like I started reading about that, I was like, I know that that's what I'm here for. Like, this is the change that I'm here to like lead humanity through. Um, and so, you know, entered the phase of like, I cannot get enough of human design. And so at the time when I was reading these books, I was going through it pretty much, I got invited into human design and I was like in one of my deepest dark nights of the soul. Um, I'd moved to Austin the year prior, but in the middle of the pandemic, we ended up moving in with my now ex-husband's family who are like the most traditional conservative people like in, and we were moving, living out in Dallas, which is just like literally my worst nightmare. <laughs> and so, living with them, um, working mm. in a corporate job that I absolutely hated. And I was so, so, so burnt out. Um, and so finding this information, it was like literally my lifeline at that point in time. Like it was what was keeping me alive. Like in between my work calls, I was just reading the book and it just felt like this is it. Like, cause I've, you know, 10.3 in my design North node, I'm always trialing all of these different you know, spiritual systems and meditation, like every meditation practice out there, every health routine and diet, like I've tried it all. And I have desire motivation also. So like everything that I try to like, it's like all of my like, my desire just throws me into action. And I'm so fucking committed. My um, 4426 is like, telling all my friends about it and like convincing everybody that they need to do it. <laughs> um, but it was human design that I was like, oh no, this is it. I found it. Like there's no more searching. Um, and so, yeah, that was my lifeline. And so those were like the five months before we were, the whole reason we went to live with my in-laws was because we were waiting for this house that I now live in to be built. It was like under construction at the time. And so at the end of April of 20, this was 2021, yeah. Um, we finally moved into this house and I am, my environment is markets internal and I'm a second line. So the, upon moving into this house was like the first time that I was really in my environment. It was like the first time that I really had a place that felt like home that I could design to feel like a reflection of who I am and support me. And the second I moved into this house, my like awakening and, and radical transformation and mutation just started happening so fast. It was so fast and drastic. And I had a place also like just as a projector too, to like retreat and study. Um, and I can, should I just keep going talking about this stuff? This is I, can, I have so many questions. Like, okay. Yeah. I mean, you jump in whatever, because if you don't, like, I'll just talk for two hours straight. <laughs> the self-projected part of you is just like ready to go. Yeah. Like how much of my entire life story do you want? Because it's in there. But yeah, please just, please cut me off and like ask questions and like, yeah um yeah so <laughs> what I want to get started with I mean there's so many things I would definitely want to come back to 2027 because you know I'm on the cross of penetration so I'm very much 
tuned into what's coming right and that's mm -hmm. a huge topic for me as well and just the role of projectors moving forward so we'll come back to that but let's start easy and slow <laughs> um i wanted to ask you about you already mentioned that you know you have this conscious definition down below from the root to the spleen to the ego right and it's all conscious and then you have this self-projected part of you that's that's on the design side it's unconscious what i'm really curious about to begin with is what is it like being an energy projector because you know i mean there are so many different kinds of projectors too so if we were to classify them you know maybe we can say mental projectors classic projectors classic projectors are your projectors with no motors and then there are your energy projectors right those are the projectors with motors except the sacral of course so mm -hmm. you know there's a lot of talk everywhere about all of this resting and you know the projector lifestyle and taking it super slow and of course that's part of, of any projectors process because we don't have defined sacrals you know we don't have consistent access to being productive and um you know keep working that way but I want to know like what is it like being an energy projector and you know I know you have lots of projector friends are there things that you've kind of spotted that are different yeah yeah, definitely. Well, and I think even within energy projectors, like one of my my best friends is a three five um, single, just single channel thirty nine fifty five. Technically, she's an energy projector because she has the root defined, but she only has two centers defined. I'm a very defined projector, and I have two motors connected to each other, including a ton of root center activation. I want to say it's seven or even nine root activation. So like. That is, it literally feels like a fire that gets me up off of my ass and like out to do something. I also have an active motivation, desire motivation. Like when my, it's like the combination of all of these things, right? And so it's like, I, I feel all this root pressure runs through my spleen, runs then to my ego, and then my desire motivation like comes in. And so it's like when, I feel passionate about something like when something is bringing me in the direction of the feeling of purpose like I, it's almost like I have unlimited energy for it to the point where I will like really burn myself out but like in one of the earlier readings I got with Barbara Ditlow who's actually based here in Austin and studied with Roth um she shared like you really are here to work like you're a projector that's here to work but you just work in quick sprints the other part of it, I'm three parts left. So I have an active body, I have a right mind, everything else is left. So projector lay around and like nap all day is like definitely not my vibe. Um, when I'm in my environment at home, like I'm on my feet almost all day long. Well, I'm either at the tea table or I'm on my feet. <laughs> there are two places it's like on or off. Um, but that being said, because I am an energy projector and I do have that ability, I think it was a lot um i'm not gonna say easier for me to like fake being a manifesting generator but um my whole life it was like i had a job like from a really young age i was put in lots of extracurriculars i went to a private school like rest was never a part was never really an option for me had an emotional generator dad um emotional manifesting generator mom with eight centers defined so it was like and i'm an only child so it was like a lot of sacral conditioning, a lot of emotional conditioning. Um, and then most of my friends growing up were all manifesting generators. So um, I can, now that like I'm in my, like actually living my design, I'm able to tap into like what I actually have energy for. And that took like years of healing from really severe adrenal fatigue and adrenal burnout. Um, because at the end of the day, like I could lean on my root and my ego to like try to get through corporate life and whatever, but that literally brought me to the brink of like complete, just complete burnout where I ended up actually getting a medical leave of absence from my corporate job to take time off of work. Um, 
but I like to work. Like I actually really like to work. I'm also markets. Like I want to be like, let's, let's exchange, like let's do stuff. And it's kind of funny because I've been in like such a deep death and mutation process that I really had to like surrender that and like know and like intuitively know like now is not the time to be starting new things and like launching new things and whatever um but I'd been kind of like so in that zone of like okay it's just death it's just death like it's not time to work yet and now it like finally after so long is like it's time to work but it's from a very it's a very different energy than in the past it's like a very grounded like what do I want to like really focus my energy on because when I do it's like literally I can do anything if it's correct for me um but yeah it's very different than the, my other projector friends who are much more open than I am most of them are just two centers defined um and I and I think also it's like the ego too like <laughs> the ego um I think it's just exhausting for anybody, including undefined egos, like sacrals. Um, and I have to be really like, just aware of when like, it's a little like, okay, people are exhausted by the ego. It's very, it, my ego is very triggering and provocative for people. And so sometimes I gotta like have a little mm -hmm. self-awareness and um, rein it in. Yeah. But yeah, I'm a projector that likes to work. I don't I don't really vibe with the all that rhetoric around we're not here to work. Um, but I had to do a tremendous amount of resting and healing to recover from an entire life of operating like an MG in order to get to this place where working feels healthy. Because um, even like after I found human design, when I was extremely burnt out, like I was so excited by it that like. I, I wanted to do stuff and like I was doing readings and sessions with people and it was all great, but it was still from this place of like, I'm depleted. And that's my, my personality earth is gate 27.2. And it's like self-sufficiency, the, the obvious law that in order to give one must have. And like that personality 27 and my open sacral has been like one of the most challenging things in my life because like I do care about people <laughs> like I want to take or at least my mind thinks that I'm supposed to care my body doesn't give a shit about caring for people <laughs> but um but of course it's all like flowing naturally um when it's correct and it feels like for the first time in my life like I have something to give. Like I have a reservoir from pulling my aura out of every place where there was no invitation for me, or even maybe there was like an invitation, but it was not like really a regenerative like exchange. And so like the last six months has been like me fully pulling out of like everything, majorly consolidating my network focusing mostly on my in aura network because I'm noticing that that's where um, I'm feeling the most resourced where I'm feeling like like I'm literally receiving energy in a different way that's just not happening for me online and I'm not going to say that's for everybody but like that's been my experience and because of that like consolidation and pulling my aura out and like really limiting the number of like letting people leave my network which as you know as a fourth line is a really fucking hard thing like when people leave your network like it's really hard um but i'm starting to really physically feel the benefits of all of that and like oh i have so much more to offer my network now and like it feels like we can really like make magic from this place rather than like kind of having you know all these people around and like you're you're investing energy in these different things, but kind of like not knowing where it's going. Now it feels like my desire is on. I'm like super focused and ready to go. And there's, I'm excited to see what that actually looks like. Cause it's still like, I'm still like in the, the phase of starting to move into action. Like my desire is there now, but it's like, haven't launched anything or anything like that. So I'm really excited to see the magic of like when I have all this energy and I'm like going out there, it's going to be like really cool to watch. Yeah. And you bring up such, such good points. Like 
I think it's really important to understand like that whenever we have motors, you know, it's it's an energy mechanism, right? It's like we either have energy for that thing or we don't at that moment, right? And of course, different motors work differently. And for you specifically, because you have projected channels, you know, these work best when invited. So it's not like, you know, the ego is not working day to day as you're going about your day or, you know, the root is not putting the pressure on. Of course it is, you know, but when you really get invited for, for and recognized for, for that, then the motor really can go and do incredible yeah. things, right? And get a lot of work done. And I think it's really important to, sort of make that distinction that, you know, not all projectors are kind of here to put their feet up and, you know, not do anything. Actually, a lot of projectors have very defined charts and maybe even multiple motors. And when those channels are duly recognized and invited, there is a lot to offer, you know, energy. Mm. And the guidance can be almost physical. The guidance can, it, it doesn't have to be, you know, we think that there's this stereotype of a projector like, oh, we're going to sit here and we're going to coach people and we're going to guide people. But actually guidance can look very different. It can, mm. it can be very physical. You can you can actually be like, you know, with, with your say a channel of surrender, you know, it can look so many different ways, like selling to your people and transmitting the message and, of course, you know, when you have all of these people in your home and you gather your network and you're transmitting to them and, you know, you're sharing your awakening and you're sharing your leadership, you know, all of that, it's not just verbal, it's actually like transmitting that motor energy to them. And even just talking to you right now, I can just, I can just feel it, you know, it's palpable, I can just feel the energy. So it's really, really important to talk about the difference that really exists in all the different kinds of projectors. And as you were speaking, another thing came up for me. It's like, you know, the co most common thing that I noticed with energy projectors is that they, I think in a way are more like, they can really try to manifest in the world, right? They can really try to manifest that energy in the world. And like you said, maybe even generate after they've tried to manifest from their mind without being invited, right? So energy projectors are probably the projectors that are most susceptible to going down the whole mentally trying to manifest things in the world and then misusing the energy that they have in their, in their system, you know, misusing their motors because the energy is there. So just trying to get it moving and then getting to a place of, burnout right so mm -hmm. it makes sense why you know you know after years of working in the corporate world where you didn't feel fully recognized for yourself that you would go through this phase of okay I just need to take care of myself and I just need to kind of be resourced again I just need to nourish myself again and once that happens and also you mentioned that you know, the move and coming into your right environment. And I know you went through your Saturn return a few years back. So after your Saturn return is kind of when environment becomes really important, right? Before that, all of us are just, you know, Ra says that, you know, before that, if you just follow your determination, then you can probably be anywhere. It's a time for us to experiment with different environments and even different views, but post your Saturn return is when you kind of land up in your correct environment and then you can start establishing your correct view, right? And mm. yeah, so it just it just makes sense from how you've explained your journey and you know your experience so far. I'm also very, very, very curious about being a split projector. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that well, that was the thing I was gonna say is I'm on. It's interesting because like it really is. It's like all black, and then all red, because I have um thirty twenty eight thirty eight forty four twenty six, and then I have forty five. So twenty one is my small split on the personality side, and then on the design side I have ten twenty, and so if I have had 57 that's kind of like my body split and so there are these two small splits um which I have learned a lot about over the last 
six or eight months in particular, I honestly didn't spend a lot of uh, my attention wasn't really pulled into like split versus single very much until having this personal experience, um, getting divorced. And my ex-husband was a wide split projector. And so it really was like me thinking that it was something wrong with me that I needed to fix. Whereas he was wide split. And so, and like channel of judgment, um, and 1762 and, um, him then projecting onto me like, yeah, it's something you need to fix. And so I recently had like a very visceral experience, like understanding these different types of splits. Um, and then being one, I'm one gate away on both sides from being a manifester. And so when those things come in, um, yeah, it feels like I can do whatever the fuck I want. I have all this root, I have all this root energy um and like i said i mean desire motivation like it's a really powerful thing like but i can also like get pulled into things that are not necessarily correct um but being split definition so now in my relationship so also so in my previous relationship my split wasn't bridged in our connection chart and now i have the experience of being in a relationship with somebody who does bridge my split with 57 and it's it's a completely different experience. Like, it's so nice. <laughs> I love having that 57. And like Sarah, I was telling you one of my closest friends here, part, closest part of my network, she's on penetration and she has 57. And I'm like, I have a couple other people too with who have 57 and like, I need my 57s around. Like I really do. <laughs> um and that just helps me like when i'm speaking with them and i'm able to hear my voice in that way it's like i do have access to like all of my life force and like that is really how i'm able to come to clarity um my authority feels like very self-projected because i have those two unconscious channels and having a fourth line body and so talking is really important for me as a split definition person and ideally with like somebody and again like i didn't mentally go out and look for people that bridge my split. That's just like, those are the people that naturally came into my network who helped me connect with my authority. Um, but yeah, and this whole, I'm also like born under the cross of duality. So like purpose fulfilled through bonding and being a split definition and just like being on this whole kind of relationship journey over the last year, getting divorced from my ex-husband who's a three five splenic projector. Um, with three ajna channels <laughs> very intense um and not having my my split bridged in that way and so me not really feeling like it felt like that really pulled me more into my individuality which can kind of be for me um <clears throat> the mind right 2838 all in black like stubborn individual like thinking that i can do everything myself um and now being in this relationship with also an emotional manifesting generator who has all nine centers defined so it's like just like two completely different experiences um i am starting to really feel that wholeness through having my bridge split and like understanding that like i need people i mean i'm a fourth line so of course like i need people anyways um but that my relationships do help me learn so much about myself and connect me to like the wholeness that I am and it's such a beautiful thing and it's very unexpected because like I've always been very individual like only child <clears throat> and taking care of myself pretty much my whole life my mom died when I was 12 and um my whole kind of you know attitude has been like well I I don't need anybody whatever um and now life is really pulling me into relationships more and people are coming to me for guidance around relationships like this is the thing about being a mutative individual like multiple people since me sharing my story about like getting divorced have come to me and been like just listening to your story helped me come to the clarity that i want to call off my wedding or that i need to like get divorced or i need to leave my partner and so um, yeah, this whole <clears throat> split definition 
and just like relationships in general through the lens of design has been coming into my sphere and that's felt pretty unexpected. Yeah, I mean, it is the split uh, definition people that are really, really here to like, in a sense, learn about relationships and master relationships, right? I mean, that's what split definition is mostly going to be able to do, right? Because you already mentioned you have these experiences where your split isn't rich, right? And so you learn about relationships through those experiences. And then you have experiences in which it is rich. And what does relationship look like in those cases? So, yeah, I mean, it, it can be such a long journey, but also a really beautiful one to go on where it's like, even though I have these different parts of me, it's not like when I'm by myself, I'm not whole or complete but also that there is huge benefit in in being in relationship with others and you know there's a lot to learn there you know there's a lot to learn yeah when it comes to connection there's a lot to learn uh when it comes to bonding and that's what split definition people are really really here to offer to the world in a way you know their wisdom on you know relationships in general and bonding in general so yeah that would make sense and you know it it can like when you don't know about your split it's like okay I think that I specifically in your case like I think that I have a problem with hearing in the now you know that's 57 or mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. I have a problem with 21, which is I have a problem with control. I have a problem with material resources, controlling material resources or, you know, resources in general or the tribe or people <clears throat> around me. And, you know, when you don't have awareness of that, that's those are the two points where your not self decision making is, you know, like that's the most impactful place. Right. And so. Can you like remember any time in your life where, you know, you made decisions on the basis of <laughs> or oh, I need to hear yeah. in the, or I need to have clarity, like intuitive clarity in the now, you know? It for me, definitely the 21 split is a lot because it's like surrounded by conscious definition um, showed up, has showed up the most. Um, so my whole life, like, I mean, I'm a markets person, I have a defined ego, I have desire motivation, like, I like to be well resourced, I like to buy things, like, literally purchasing things is how I regulate as a markets person. And I have gate 45, right? Like, I want to redistribute the resources to my tribe, I love hosting, gathering people together in my home, preparing a delicious meal, sourcing all of the finest quality ingredients. I have taste cognition. I'm extreme and lots of twos. I have mostly second lines and third lines. So I'm extremely discerning about everything in my life, have a very refined sense of taste. And um, I, I have a desire to be able to do that and just freely redistribute those resources with my tribe. Um, and that has frequently meant me overextending my resources. I'm really great at spending money. I'm not very good at holding on to money. And of course, in our in our society and in our culture, that is deemed as like a very bad thing. Like you need to be able to control your resources or something's majorly wrong with you. And the interesting thing is in my previous relationship with my ex-husband, um, 21 also would have bridged his split. So because he was wide split projector and so i already thought that it was something wrong with me he's also completely open ego um major ego conditioning and um he should was like kind of put the spotlight on like oh there's something wrong with you because you cannot like this is bad and you need to fix this um and so this is a major like the core my really like my core wound was this whole thing of like i I spend too much money and I'm not able to save money. Um, and I've been reflecting on this a lot lately and actually listening to some of Richard Rudd's um, perspectives on just money and how, and re, or re, like, let's take it back even from money, just like resources in general, um, like nowhere in nature, 
does nature hoard resources? Like these resources, like the earth creates what it needs and then the rest is composted to create new life. And so I've really been, it's been a big healing for me looking at it through that lens is like, this is really something that I'm actually here to teach on is like, this whole mentality of we need to hoard our resources, we need to control our resources, we need to save money is actually based in fear and a lack of trust that life is going to bring you the resources that you need at exactly the time that you need them. And so um, this is something that's been on my mind actually a lot lately. And it's felt like this big reclamation of this core not self wound of gate 21 of like, I'm a failure because I can't save money. I'm a failure because <clears throat> I'm always spending more money than I have when it's like, that's what I'm fucking designed to do. And now like coming back around to the fact that like, not only that, like, I feel like it's part of what I'm here to actually third line for people. I have 10.3 and I have just as many third lines as I do second lines. Um, that like we can um, we can trust that life is going to bring us what we need. We don't need to like have this kind of hoarding mentality that is really based in a, a scarcity mindset and a lack of, like I said, a lack of trust. And I'm currently experiencing this like this is I'm currently third lighting this. Um, I came back from Hawaii about six weeks ago and it's been present for me to like launch my offerings out into the world for quite some time but it's like the mind keeps pressuring me like well you don't have any money like you've got to pay your mortgage like I literally don't know how I'm going to pay my mortgage two weeks from now and um I just but my authority is just like it's just not it's not it and I know like sure could I launch something now and would it be successful would I get clients probably um, I feel pretty confident with that, but like, would it be absolutely correct? No. And it feels like that would, it's like, I've been, I've been resourcing myself by just like pulling back and pulling back and trusting and trusting that like, I, I don't want to just like release a little bit of energy to get a little kind of like short term uh, resourcing through that. Like, I know that like, I've been working fucking hard, not doing things, not working, like pulling my, my energy back. And like, when my authority says so, it's going to be like an explosion, you know? And like, that's what I'm here for. Um, but the mind is loud. Like the mind is so loud and, um, it's scary. I mean, like, like, resources have been I, I quit my corporate job and finally in January and so I have not had I've been living off of like my retirement money I pulled all my money out of my 401k to live on and go to Hawaii and um it's been this like full third line experiment and this full like radical trust in like what we learned through this so like it's like this is going to be really the first time that I'm like I'm excited though. I'm excited to see like what totally unexpected thing just shows up and like, I don't know. I'm just really not attached to what that looks like anymore, but um, that's not to say that it hasn't been challenging. Um, but 21, that's like the core center of this whole thing, right? Like, so yeah, stay tuned. <laughs> 21 is also, so like in, when it comes to impact ranking, 21 is the mental conditioner for me that makes me make the most not self decisions. So it's like number one mm -hmm. as well. And mm, interesting, you know, um, because you go 45 too. I do. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just such an interesting trip to be on where it's like, yeah, I actually have been wanting to control resources you know not just money like resources mm -hmm. all my life and finally learning and realizing that I actually have absolutely no control and also that I have no energy I have no motors I have I have no push in me you know like I mean I can mentally initiate something and it literally just drops off in a few days because I just simply cannot take it any 
further right and yeah having done this all my life and then having to realize like okay i'm not here to have control i'm here to learn about it and that mm. that shifted everything for me and this is again not to say that it's not difficult of course it is you know that's that's what my mind wants to do it wants to control things it wants to you know have a lot of resources that it can share similarly to you you know with the 45 um if i have a lot i can share a lot and you know there's just something that's really fulfilling about that for me but it has been such a huge huge place for me to make decisions that actually don't honor me and as mm. we were talking it was just kind of coming up in me is like yeah you know could you could could you launch something and make a little amount of resources from that for the time being sure would that be success would that be projector success yeah and i don't know and that kind of brings me to what does success mean to you as as a projector and as yourself to be honest mhm yeah i think to clarify what i was saying is like would it be successful like it was more what you were saying would i would i get some immediate resources from it would i impact people's lives Yeah, would it be like the highest expression of the feeling of success? No. No, no, no. And that's why my desire is not there. Like I I've already done my entire website. I've been thinking I was going to launch these offerings for weeks now. My desire is not there for it. And so that that tells me that it's not going to bring me success. Um what feels like success for me um just being able to play my role really my role is the alpha my role is the alpha with the channel of awakening um all of my definition to be able to like be fully not only like recognized for that but like invited to take my place like as the leader of my fourth line network as the leader of my fractal and i already feel that like that's the thing is like i don't have to launch anything to feel that i already feel that um like that is what that is the magic that has unfolded for me in the last year um my whole saturn return was like allowing all of these fourth line relationships from my past to die out and sitting with being alone for a while and not having my people and like sitting with that deep deep pain and that deep void of like not having the people in my life that I, that that see me um and now magically overnight it's like my fractal family has showed up and like i i'm able to be the alpha like that's my 31 son like that's really what i'm here for um and i am deeply recognized and invited to share all that i am and don't feel like i have to hide or censor what i'm saying um and so i experience success every time my fractal family comes over and we're just sitting around the tea table <laughs> i didn't have to launch any offering to feel that um and so you know am i like more in debt than ever before currently yeah but do i ha i have no money coming in and that is not actually correlated to success my signature at all which is funny cuz for me this was a really like it's been i mean this is again like a core thing because also like if you look at my design like i am here to be well resourced um but i don't need those resources to feel success you know like yes i fully trust that resources are going to find me. I've always intuitively known that I would have a lot of resources in my life, like 45 and 26 in my nodes. I've been surrounded the people in my movie like very very wealthy growing up. Like I I didn't have any money, but I went to a private school where there was like a lot of wealth, like 1% of 1% type of wealth. gate of extremes to in my design south node i've i've like connected with people with absolutely nothing and connected with billionaires like so it's like this whole like being able to taste both worlds and like 
appreciate what they both have to offer. Um, but yeah, I already feel success and the success has come through the deep like recognition and like the other word that's coming to mind for me is really respect, um, like respect for me playing my role. And um, when I think about respect, it really feels like my defined ego, like I need to receive not only recognition, but like praise, <laughs> I need to be praised. like. Me and my partner, who is the, he's a four, six MG with all nine centers defined. He has the channel of community. Um, we were preparing the dinner last night and then my, my pure individual projector friend, she just kept showering us with love. She was like, this is the most amazing meal. And I was like, if you just keep the compliments coming and the recognition coming, like we'll keep, you know, doing this. Um, but respect is like such a big thing I've been sitting with um, that I really feel like I need that was really lacking in my marriage um, and just lacking with a lot of relationships because like, I mean, you need to be living as yourself to see me. Like you, you can't recognize all that I am if you don't recognize yourself first. And so, you know, that's that's led to me really paring down the people in my life to almost like distill this um this feeling of success it feels like the potency of the success has also like evolved as i've distilled my own frequency um but yeah ironically or not has nothing to do with money <laughs> even for somebody who really likes money <laughs> you know that makes me really like I don't know, happy and excited to hear that because I have to been playing with this. I, I mean, I have 26 in my notes too and 45 as well. So, I mean, I wouldn't say that I've been around a lot of money, but I've never been in a place of lack, you know, at least around me, you know. And so, you know, I, I, I have been playing with this idea of, you know, I, my mind wants to be materially independent. That's the 21. It's like, mm. I need to control everything at all times in my life and be on top of all things at all times in my life. Otherwise, you know, I'm worthless, you know, with my undefined ego, right? I'm worthless. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not worthy of being alive. And the more that I just sit in my projectiveness and the more that I just, feel success from like really little everyday guidance to like it doesn't even have to be human design sessions it doesn't have to be anything hectic just everyday things where I feel like I'm just kind of sliding by you know like I mean if I look at my life kind of logically and like from the not self logic I guess from like the not self mind it's a shit show am I sliding <laughs> by in my life having a bloody good time Yes. <laughs> Do I feel like I'm getting away with something in my life? Yes. <laughs> and, you know, I was just kind of playing with this idea of we don't have to be in charge of all of the resources and have them planned out in a certain way. And, you know, to be a projector is to wait for the resources to come to you, to wait for the energy to come to you. If you're a projector who's actually mastered something, if you're a projector who's actually seeing things, if you're a projector who's actually perceiving things and who has some kind of awareness, energy is drawn to you. It's, you're, it's designed to be drawn to you, you know? And that's mm -hmm. just kind of what my experience has been lately. And this is not to say that my not-self mind doesn't come in like, you should do this and that. And it's like, yeah, no, I, I sh you think I should, but I'm not going to do any of it. I'm just going to, <laughs> and I'm just going to wait for energy to come to me. And in the meantime, I'm just going to do my second line thing. Like I'm just going to study what I feel like I naturally want to as a mental projector, you know, as a two, four mental projector, I'm just going to conceptualize about things and share about things that interest me. And just that process has been so like, deeply fulfilling and you know this mm. of 
of success. Like it has nothing, absolutely nothing to do with how much money I have in my bank account and everything to do with how I live my life every single day and the quality of that life. Am I trying, mm. if I'm trying to generate every day and I have a bank full of money, like my bank account full of money, that's, that's not actually going to feel like success, you know, sure. You know, money can bring you help. Money can, you know, lessen your burden of actually doing things yourself. And yeah, that's true. But I feel like the way that we look at money and the way that we look at resources is something that projectors kind of need to like really, really witness for themselves, like what their money narrative is and what their resource narrative is and what their role is in the world and how they're actually designed to operate because money can show up in a lot of surprising ways and money can show up even when you're not making it you know mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. uh, you can be very very well supported and you can be really successful without you know having all of the resources to your name if that makes sense so it's just totally. really like wonderful to hear these things come out of your mouth because I feel like we're so scared you know in this age in this time where work is everything I mean uh, we live in a generator world we also have um, in the background frequency you know 37 40 you know this this love for work with the gate 40 you know and everyone's just kind of on that trip where we're, we've just put work on this pedestal and if you don't work and if you don't like make money through working then you actually kind of don't fit into society and that's not true because things are shifting and things are yeah. changing. and if there are projectors in the world without defined sacrals then we have a role we've just right. just new we just don't know about that role we haven't explored that role you know we haven't fully stepped into it you know I feel like there are very few real projectors in the world because we're as projectors still like deconditioning from this generator heavy world and this idea of you know work is is necessary right, right. Is it? was it always did we always live in a world where we were working? Mm -hmm. you know yeah oh, I have so many thoughts about <laughs> um and what about to distill it to one thing that I think is really important to discuss, at least something that I've been talking about with my network for the last several months now is like, let's take it a step back from money. Like, what is money but a physical manifestation of energy? And so I have the least amount of money I've ever had in my life currently. And I feel the most well-resourced that I ever have in my life and that is because I do have the energy in my life and it's like it's funny because life ended up bringing me a partner with all nine centers defined I feel rich I have access to everything <laughs> like like nine and no connection obviously but then like him just having like all of this energy it's like who needs money we got this <laughs> you know like um and so taking a step back like money money comes from being resourced like otherwise I think they're also like something I've really been sitting with is like how the money comes to you like the way that the money is created I think is really really important and going to become increasingly important and this is something I'm really interested to experience as I continue to move through this journey like when I was receiving money from my corporate job it didn't have um it didn't make me feel successful even though i was getting paid like six figures it was a really good paying job like i it's almost like i didn't have respect for the money because the reason i received it was for being my not self like i had to be my not self in order to receive that money and so that money had an energy to it that was not fulfilling me um and because of that i feel like it almost exacerbated this like or maybe not exacerbated, but I would spend it like it didn't feel like it meant anything to me. It was almost like I just wanted to get rid of it because it was like, I don't know, like blood money. <laughs> um, 
but the feeling of receiving money for being yourself. Like this is the thing that like my defined ego feels like I'm here to prove in this life is like we can receive resources simply just for being ourselves. We've been told the opposite of that. And that is a lie. That is the lie that like I'm here to come out and be like, no, that's bullshit. Um, we actually naturally are magnetizing the resources that we need to survive and dare I say even thrive. I mean, depending on if your survival view, you know, there are, there are different levels to this depending on your design, but naturally you are magnetizing the resources that you need to, yeah, to survive on this plane of existence. And um, I just know, like, I just intuitively know that the way that those resources come to you, like it's, it matters. That matters more than the quantity, I think of what that turns into in money. But for all like projectors out there who are working through all this money stuff and like especially undefined ego projectors um like my invitation is to like ask yourself where you're feeling resourced in your life like detach a little bit from the money first because there's just so much like emotional stuff that comes up for people around money like i receive a lot of projections around this because i'm like so boldly in my ego i trigger the fuck out of people with like my self-confidence and self-worth and these things that I have to say about money like what do you mean we can just have our needs met through being who we are like you're fucking crazy and like it's like no like that's but again 39 moon I'm here to provoke you with this kind of stuff um but that feels very connected to like the mess part of part of the message that I'm here to share and so I'm grateful to be able to have this convo with you and I know you have two hanging ego gates too and that being your son like i i feel i feel a major ego energy from you even though you haven't defined yeah it's been a wild wild journey for me to just witness that in myself like for sure i i mean with my 51 which is present a lot of times you know it's just it's i have the guts to be myself simply put I just have the balls to be myself <laughs> and in some really, really difficult situations as well. And, you know, my intuition grounds me in that. And then I have like this really like 54, 53 body, which is just, and then I have 54.4, which is just a, whole, a really spiritual body, right? It's the, it's mm. a, the most spiritual line of of the I Ching is what Ra said, right? Wow. It's enlightenment, endowment. So I have like this intense energy, but then actually when you look at my design, I have all of this openness and all I have consistently is, is my mind and, and my logical communication and my opinions. And, you know, half of that is, un uh, half of that is unconscious. So my entire journey has been so wild because I just feel like I've just been an amplified version of wherever I've been. And then human design comes into my life and it's like, wait a minute, you know, actually you do have some consistency within you. You don't have access to it in the way like you would want to because, you know, my throat is unconscious and whatever comes through, comes through. And, you know, my mind is doing all of this thinking and developing all of these opinions. And, you know, I want to talk about them, but how it comes through and when it comes through is just a whole, is a whole journey. So, yeah, I mean, it's been wild, but just coming back to the topic that we were talking about a little bit, because I'm, I'm interested in exploring it more very interested in money as a projector but I wanted to say that you know projectors are designed to pull energy to them right this is this is what the mechanical truth is when we are recognized for our recognition power we get access to resources that is the projector mm -hmm. way right? mm -hmm. but the problem is that projectors are not empowered in their recognition, you know, and they don't have like, you know, I find this in myself too, as an undefined ego, I find, I find it so difficult to ask for money, you know, especially mm -hmm. like, 
in a lot of like my with my friends or you know like everyday dealings with people like people that I come across through my network it's like oh what do you do I do human design oh you I look at your chart and you know like I will literally stand here and change your entire goddamn life <laughs> and you know have yeah asking for what it what it's worth and what the value of that share is you know and that's something that I've been working on a lot it's like not over giving not yeah. sharing you know I have nothing to prove to you you may think that I know nothing and that's fine by me I don't have to prove to you what I understand and just how much I understand it this has been huge for me you know just taking that step back and like really really recognizing my own recognition of life and of energy mechanics and just sitting in it and yeah. the more that I sit in that the more I realize that people want to give me their resources because they want my guidance you know yeah and that's so huge for projectors to realize